word. Stephen knew God's word. In fact, we're going to look at Acts chapter 7. So uh, we'll turn the page, Acts chapter 7. It makes it clear that Stephen read and knew his Bible. He knew it. He knew it inside and out. In fact, the high priest wants to know if this accusation against Stephen is true. In Acts chapter 7, verse 1, it says, Then the high priest said, Are these things so? What's he doing? He's saying, are, is the accusation that you're making, is this, is this true? Is, is this true, the things that they're saying about you? Well, Stephen then demonstrates his depth of knowledge of Scripture. It's incredible. And not only does he refute their accusation, he demonstrates to his accusers and how his accusers and the nation of Israel have committed greater sins than the ones he's being accused of. I mean, he's, he's, flipped the, he's flipped it on its head. And he's doing an incredible job with this. So here's what he does. There's so much here. There's 50-some verses. I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version. If you're under 40, the Spark Notes version. Uh, <laughs> I, little side note here. I, I was... I was, I literally, when I was a youth pastor one year, I was, I was doing a sermon with the teenagers, and I said, let me give you the Sparknotes version. And I, I'm reading the room, and every single teenager in the whole room looked at me like, what are you talking? What are Sparknotes? I mean, what are, what are Cliff Notes? Let me give you the Cliff Notes version. And they were like, what are Cliff Notes? And I was like, Does, you guys know what Cliff Notes are? And then the whole room was like, No. I was like, how are you surviving high school? It's like, it's, it's like a little book, so you don't have to read the real book. And you get the gist of it, you know, and, and that way, you know, you can come in with confidence and have the right answers because you read the cliff notes. They said, oh, you mean Spark Notes. And they were like, it's all online now. It's called Spark Notes. And I was like, oh, okay, you know. Now, here's what's really funny. One of these days, I'm going to say Spark Notes for under 40, and every, every teenager is going to look at me like, what? What are you talking about? We don't have spark notes, cliff notes. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's just implanted in our brain when we want to know. I don't know. Anyway, I hope we never get there. That's crazy. So cliff notes if you're over 40, spark notes uh, if you're under 40. Here's the idea. Stephen goes through the history. In verses 2 through 8, he talks about Abraham. And those accusing Stephen misunderstood their own need for faith. They saw something, they saw faith rather as something that they inherited. They didn't see faith as something that was personal. And Stephen is saying, hey, let's start with Abraham. You think that you're good and you've got faith because you're a descendant of Abraham. But those who truly have faith, those who are truly sons of Abraham are those who have a personal faith and walk with the Lord. So the first thing that he's doing is in his defense is saying, your faith, you think you have inherited it. My faith is what? My faith is not inherited. My faith is personal. My faith with the Lord is one that is of my own. Then he moves on to Joseph. In verses 9 through 17, those who were accusing Stephen are rejecting those God has sent to deliver them. I mean, God has sent various people and prophets, and how did the people of Israel respond? They rejected them over and over and over again. 
And Stephen recognized, you guys, you guys have rejected, historically rejected every prophet that God has sent. And you even rejected Jesus himself, the Messiah. And he's making that accusation that Stephen recognized, <laughs> Stephen recognized, I see those who are sent by God. And Jesus was the Messiah sent by God. And then he shifts to Moses, <laughs> right? I mean, this is the guy who they're saying, you're blaspheming against Moses and God. And he goes to Moses, verses 18 through 44, and he spends a great deal of time here. But those accusing Stephen are accusing him of what? Disobeying the law. And what is Stephen saying? He's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. You're not, you're disobedient to the law. You're the ones that's disobedient to the law of Moses. You're ignoring it. And then he looks at Joshua. Those accusing Stephen are despising their own temple. You may remember when Jesus entered the temple, what did he do? He turned the tables over. Why? Because they were despising their own temple. They were, they were doing terrible things. They were making a mockery of the temple sacrifices. And Jesus is saying, don't talk to me about, about not caring about the temple when you yourselves are the ones that are, are defiling it. And then he shifts to David and Solomon, verses 46 through 50. And those who are accusing Stephen are stubbornly resisting God and the truth. And it, so you have this incredible history, and what Stephen does is he walks you through Abraham, Joseph, Moses, Joshua, David, Solomon, and he says, this is our heritage, the ones that you guys are claiming, you know, that, that you are on the right side of history, but hear me on this, and he says, you are, you have missed the point with Abraham, you have missed the point with Joseph, you have missed it with Moses and Joshua and David and Solomon. Every single one of those, he turns around and flipped it on his head and said, the things that you're accusing me of, it's nothing compared to what you're guilty of. So, it's incredible. Have you ever noticed that people have a tendency to project their own behaviors onto others? Right? They have a tendency to, you know, it, you know, it is, if I remember psychology class, it may have been called displacement. You know, but it's, it's the idea of... Um, you know, you, you behave a particular way, and therefore you think everybody uh, behaves that particular way. For example, a thief thinks everyone steals. A liar thinks everyone lies. And that's how they justify their behavior. Well, everybody steals, I just, I just got caught. Everybody lies, I just got caught. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> when, we, when we consider all of this, that it seems to be that that's what the Sanhedrin is doing, right? The Sanhedrin is, they're projecting their own disobedience to the Lord upon Stephen. They know, they know that they're not doing what's right, but they're projecting that. So I hope that you'll go back and you'll read all of Stephen's testimony. It was just, there was so much there uh, that really had, to, it, it limited itself to more of a Spartanos version. Uh, but I wanted to, uh, to encourage you to see that, and I encourage you to go back and read it. But here it is in a nutshell. You don't, you don't, here's what he's saying. You don't even have a personal faith and walk with God. That was, his first, that was Stephen's first accusation with Abraham, right? Then he says, you don't even recognize God's messengers. That was his second accusation. His third accusation is, you don't even obey God's word. 
the law of Moses. That was his third accusation. His fourth accusation was, you don't even respect the temple of God. That was his fourth. His fifth accusation is, you don't even recognize truth when it's staring you in the face. In fact, you're actively resisting God. Accusation number five.